0: All right, welcome back to episode two of From Deep with myself, Luke Jansen, and my co host, Phil Wiseman. Say hello, Phil. The basketball conversation continues. Episode two, here we go. Oh, man, I'm pretty excited. So, we're just going to, we got some great stuff for you tonight, and we're just going to jump right into it. All right, so, Phil, last week we had an awesome conversation near the end. I caught you with probably one of the most random questions you've ever been asked in your life. I don't think a 4-foot rayon exists, but in our world it does. For the From Deep world, 4-foot rayon exists and the question posed and actually we'll bring up that segment right now cuz that's what we're going to jump into first, the From Deep segment. So, who do you think, Phil? Who who do you who do you think took it? You think Shaq? Or you think Allen took it?
1: I I love a good underdog story, Mr. Jansen. Uh, I I feel like Shaq may have led, but I can't help but feel like I'm the underdog and I'm okay with that. Let's go with four foot ray. Allen.
0: Okay, so well, we we put it in. We made our, our chart. We're gonna put it up here on the screen. We have game winner, Shaq or four foot rayon. We had Allen coming in at thirty seven point five percent. And Shaq coming story. in at sixty two point five. You just you know, big Shaq daddy. I uh I posted in our group chat him cashing that three. Now nobody responded to it, and that's okay because if you looked into it, you'll notice he only ever hit one three, and it was that in his first season as of- a <laughs> part of the magic so statistically he's probably not hitting that shot it's probably gonna be ray Allen.
1: Mm-hmm. That that was the premise for my decision I was like <laughs> if you think about the percentages how many times has Shaq hit a three how many times has Ray Allen hit a three Ray Allen when he's 13 years old I'm sure he hit a three here and there you know was he playing a defender like Dennis Rodman probably not
0: but yeah <laughs> you know five percent five percent is probably better than zero percent with Shaq well, the people have spoken. They chose Shaq. <laughs> I'm on the other that's side. That's what we're going to believe. You're on the other side, and that's okay. Thirty-seven that's is, isn't too bad. Um, yeah. So we're going to do that that segment right now. I got, we got two questions, I believe. I got two for you. You got two for me? That's right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to jump. I'm going to switch us back over to our faces. It's beautiful here, so people watching through video can see us. And we're going to jump into the first question. This one's a little bit serious. I do have a very funny one, but this this first one's going kind to of be I'm interested to see what your thoughts and opinions are on this one. Okay. So this is a question I saw on Reddit, but I changed it up a little bit because I didn't really like the way they format it. But here we go. Would you go rather would you rather go to the NBA finals three times in a row mm-hmm. and not be sure of the outcome or go one time and be guaranteed to win? Ooh. Good question. I think right? this is all about how you perceive
1: risk and how willing you are to take a chance. Right. So you could go to the NBA final, lose all three times, or you could win once guaranteed, or you go one one and two, two and one, three and oh. I think I'm more of the risk taker. I'd like to go to the NBA finals three times, even if I lose three times.
0: Not two, not three.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But then you think of like Chris Bosch crying in the locker room after the Heat lost. I think after their first time they lost to the Mavericks, right? And the devastation that happens with a player when they lose in the finals Losing yeah. 3 times in the finals would be that'd be pretty tough. What about you? What are you picking?
0: So what so, so your final answer was yeah you're you're going to go for Oh, I'm own. going
1: 3 times. I'm going 3 times. We're going to roll the dice, see what okay. happens. We're okay. gonna have some fun.
0: Um you know when I I think about I am going to go the other way, guaranteed that one win. Uh you just think about how many times you hear well, you don't got a ring. So you can't be part mm-hmm. of the conversation. Although I disagree with that statement, but at the same time that is a lot of the way how you look at your accolades. <laughs> Acolades. is oh. just oh, throwing some like the microwave. <laughs> okay, put it in the
1: microwave. Look, warm up that meal.
0: <laughs> but no, you know it's 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 true. I, I like it. Like if you think about some really good players, if they could have had a ring, or if they would have rather gone three times and chance it. I don't know. I, I think you mm-hmm. take the guaranteed ring and then hope you go back the next year. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you think about being on LeBron's teams when he's playing the Golden State Warriors. He goes up against the seventy-three and nine. Warriors. He goes up against the KD Warriors and then KD Warriors round two again. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a tough one. He wins he goes one of two, so I don't know. And people say it's maybe the best championship ever won against the best team ever won. So I don't know.
0: It's a good question. Well if you'd yeah, like to answer as question. well for the people that are listening, please uh you know answer in our YouTube comments, Facebook comments, mm-hmm. wherever you want to answer. i would love to get some uh some people's th- feedback on that. All right, Phil, your question. Let's go into it.
1: Yeah, so I've got also a would you rather question. Ooh, I like them. So, would you rather average a triple double over a season and lose in the first round of the playoffs, or would you rather play a bench role and win a championship? So, kind of a similar kind of question.
0: Where am I in my uh, in my my am I in my early stages of my career? Am I in my prime? Hmm. Am I right? <laughs> am I on the? You're outskirts? in your prime. You're I mean, in your prime. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I haven't won a ring yet. We'll just go with that too. No, soon. you haven't won a ring yet. No. This would be your first one if you were. So basically to... join a super team and ride the pine or be the mm-hmm. guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Do you want to prime, be Russell Westbrook? I'm,
0: no, yeah, of course. I'm averaging a triple double. I like mm-hmm. I mean obviously a ring's important and I think they're really cool, but I got I got time to go mm-hmm. ring chasing later in my career. If I'm gonna just dunk on kids, you know, throwing up a triple double a night. That season, man, Russ, Russell. Even though he didn't make playoffs, I bet you had a lot of fun every night he was playing. Like, yeah, of course, you know, not winning a ring sucks, but when you're dropping a triple double on people every night, like, you gotta feel like I'm the guy.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That MVP I, season as well that he had was incredible. Oh,
0: it's you like mm-hmm. for, if you love basketball, you, you probably love averaging a triple double every night. I know, like, oh yeah, so that's that's what that's what mm-hmm. my answer is for that one.
1: Okay, good one, awesome. Do you want to hit me with your second? <laughs>
0: Oh, oh yeah now so, here the giggles
1: go. have started what are we All right, We're bring we Shaq to? back into it.
0: We gotta we gotta bring okay. Shaq back into it. Shaq's just he's amazing. All right, okay. okay. Let's see. So skill set and athleticism of Prime Shaq. We're not, so we're not going with 39 year old Shaq. We're going skill set and athleticism of Prime Shaq. hmm But in the body of Muggsy Bokes <laughs> shortest <laughs> NBA player ever at 5'3. <laughs> now here's the, the the different part that you're not seeing him come what position do you play him point guard or center reminder mugsy does not have any of his skills or athleticism
1: <laughs> so it's purely the athleticism of Shaq that mugsy has obtained so and the he's in the post So he
0: can post up he can he can he can hold a, a 7-3 guy he can he can hold it back like he's he's shack but he's 5-3 mm-hmm but he has no mm-hmm. dribbling skills and, he no big playmaking skills. So what position do you play him?
1: <laughs> Two-way contract between the G league <laughs> 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 and, and then maybe going to China to, to play, to play in China. I, I don't think he's got a role in the NBA. Uh, five foot three, your garden seven footer. Uh, I mean, the way that some of the perimeter guys play now, or the big guys play on the perimeter, maybe, maybe you put him at the center position. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, I, I think at the yeah so, at, the, at the center position.
0: Center position. Okay, so I I went point guard, yeah. and the okay. reason I went point guard is because it was so he's useless at being a point guard. I understand that, but mm-hmm. I would rather a five three point guard posting up a six three point guard. Than mm-hmm. my five three point guard posting up seven foot center, <laughs> <laughs> but either way, if you have he's a the five, three Phil. point he's, guard, he's a liability. Yeah. There's, that's that's not the question. We understand he's a liability, but where's he least gonna be a liability? And I think yeah, that's at the point guard position.
1: <laughs> that's why he's on the bench. That's why he's not starting. He's <laughs> so far on the bench. Uh, uh.
0: The he would be
1: like the taco fall, uh, champagne bottle at the end of the game.
0: Bring out Muggsy to play. See where you put him on.
1: <laughs> That's oh good man, answer. you and your
0: questions. I love oh, yeah, it. I'm gonna I love get it. One. All right, jump into it. What's your last one there for us?
1: Okay, so mine's a little, mine's a little bit more serious than that okay. one. Okay. Um, would you rather have Terry Rozier or Kemba Walker if you're the Celtics right now?
0: Hmm. <sighs>
1: hmm
0: I think he I think I would want Kemba. Okay. I um I like Kemba. I like his ability to create. I like his ability. Um Yeah, I just I just I like Kemba. I've been following him for a long time. I like what he brings to the team. He brings a lot of leadership, as you know, when Irving left, Kemba came in. Mm-hmm. And really it seemed like the kind of the locker room struggles and all that stuff kind of disappeared when he came in. So I think mm-hmm. what he brings as a player to the whole organization and the team as he improves the players around him. So I would bring Kemba back, but I'm definitely not going to put any smack on Terry because Terry's just as good a player. I just think from the leadership aspect, I'd want Kemba. Mm -hmm.
1: No, the reason I asked the question is because obviously when the Celtics signed Kemba Walker, they could have kept Terry Rozier. I think it was the year prior or the same year. And they decided to go with Kemba the more player in his prime, Terry are unproven. But now you look at Scary Terry and Scary Terry is carrying the Charlotte Hornets. And yes. Kemba's out with knee injuries. He can't play back to backs. He's under contract for a couple more years. No it's one could old. have predicted what's happened, but just yeah, just something that I'm thinking. If I'm Danny Ainge, are you having buyer's remorse right now with Kemba Walker? That's my question.
0: I guess in addition to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I, We'll see. Like I said, I like Kemba. Obviously, injuries, you never really know what's going to happen those. He wasn't really injury mm-hmm. prone from what I know before coming in um, mm-hmm. that I know of. I know he, like any player you have as a point guard, you handle the ball more, you're going to have more injuries, generally speaking. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I I, think you're happy with Kemba. I mean, especially if they do really well into the post. If they win a ring at some point in time, the next little bit, and he's still there, and then it was totally worth it. If they don't, then yeah, maybe some buyer's remorse comes in. Mm-hmm absolutely okay uh let's jump into our our next segment here we got a big old slam dunk we got our nba weeklies Uh, a lot of cool things happened this week phil um first one that we're going to talk about though is he's up on our screen for those watching by video and if you don't see the video we're talking about greg popovich 1300 wins now actually at 1301 uh, and he is in third place for most total coaching wins and 34 games away from being the most wins of all time. Mm-hmm. 34 wins and he's there. 34 wins. I, you think he
1: can handle it? He's got to play or he's got to play. He's got to coach at least another season, I would say. So, yeah, I think it's doable. 82-game seasons? Absolutely. This one ain't done yet.
0: regular season games full, and they're going to win the playoffs. He's getting it. They're going to go on a 26-0 <laughs> run, oh, run, and they're going to go deep into the playoffs. And he's just going to get it this season, then he's going to retire. Mm-hmm.
1: Bye, bye, Lamarcus Aldridge. Bring on the twenty-six game winning streak. That's what you're saying, eh?
0: That's that's what I'm saying. No, is okay. uh, you know, I didn't know. You know, you've obviously heard that Pop's a great coach, and uh, you know, I I heard about him being a great coach. I don't do a lot of history on my coaches, although I should because there's some pretty cool stuff about Popovich I actually found out. Um, so he actually became the GM in '94 of this for the Spurs, and then uh, two years later, he fired their head coach and is like, "I'm the coach now." <laughs> so that was in 96 <laughs> yeah i just said see you later i'm 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 the boss that year they did terrible uh there's a lot of injuries and uh they ended up <coughs> drafting tim duncan uh that that offseason and two years later won a championship uh his total of five championships and made the playoffs 22 years in a row missing playoffs in his first year and currently last year and it looks like they should make it this year they're in the eighth seed the west is pretty crazy there's a lot of people fighting for it but uh, we'll see I, th- I hope they make it but yeah man by by all means probably one of the best coaches ever play and what i really like about popovich one team you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you could be like you could be almost like ring chasing and be like coach chasing you know what i mean like you had the right setup yep. Yep. uh Dwayne casey gets fired coach of the year nick nurse comes in and has like some of the best talent with quiet coming in and you'd be like oh, you know, like he got in a lucky situation. Popovich straight up just built his situation. Yeah, him uh, and
1: R.C. Buford really built a hell of a team with the Spurs. There's no doubt about that. And um, the guy below him, Jerry Sloan, exact same kind of thing. Yeah, Same with the Utah Jazz, stayed there for a long time.
0: Had a lot of wins, built a franchise. No, it'd be cool to see him be the number one. I don't think there's going to be anybody chasing him anytime soon for that uh, when he gets to number one.
1: Yeah, Not Doc Rivers, I, I guess. Yeah, Doc Rivers is the only one active else that's on that list, right? Yeah, and that's he's still, number ten. That's quite a few seasons. He's quite a ways away, away. and I think he away. prefers uh, swinging the golf clubs a little bit more than old pops does.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. How many more years did Pop Pop
1: got? What do you think? I think he's probably got maybe I think two years tops. I think he's close to retirement. He's he's yeah. had a hell of a run, twenty six years, right?
0: He definitely has this most wins in the back of his head somewhere, and once that's mm-hmm. done, it's kind of like okay. Let's get a couple more, finish up the season. I th- I think next year you might see them. If they have a really good team and they win for Santa or get to the conference, you might see him run it back. But yeah, he's probably a year or two left. But great coach. Um let's uh let's jump into our next part of the weekly NBA. We got uh the thoughts on Brooklyn buyouts. Mm-hmm. So that's been a lot of controversy throughout the week of pros and cons back and forth. Uh what's your thoughts on it, Phil?
1: Well, Brooklyn's making moves. Uh, it looks like a couple of NBA vets with Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge joining the ranks of Kyrie, KD, and of course, James Harden. MVP favorite, Luke? MVP favorite? Mm, I don't know. I guess we'll mm. see. Mm. But but I think between the five of those guys, there
0: are 40 all-star appearances, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's uh, I was reading that online, something like that, 40, 42.
1: So a lot of all-star appearances. Looks like uh, Blake's got some spring to step. LaMarcus had uh, quite the game when he came there. Yeah. He shot and hit a three, yeah. uh, which is uh, a lot of people are saying new to his arsenal in comparison to. Uh, so a little LA throwback, I guess you could say from his Portland days. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really like what Brooklyn's done personally, but uh, I, as a fan of the NBA having a little bit more parody, it's uh, it's hard to see all these super teams picking up more and more pieces and going ring chasing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you look at it and yeah, um... You can have your thoughts and opinions on on both being like, uh, you know, they shouldn't go there. But uh, I was telling mm-hmm. you about the Blake quote earlier. He's like, it's kind of funny to me because for the last couple of years, all I've heard is how bad I am. And mm-hmm. then you sign with this team and everybody's like, that's not fair. Yeah. 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 I, I see both sides of the coin. I 100%. mean, look, let's be honest. These guys know they're in a bad situation. They're going to get bought out. They're not going to go to a bad team. Like that's mm-hmm. why they're leaving where they're currently at. Cause they feel like they're part of a bad team. So they're not going to be like, no, I'm not going to ring chase. Like if you're leaving your mm-hmm. situation and going into a buyout, you're ring chasing. Mm-hmm. That's just, mm-hmm. just, it's what you're going to do. You're not going to put yourself in a situation not to win. Um, now do I think that Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge are the pieces that are going to win a championship? No, no. I, I think they're amazing. They're great players, but they're not like the guys. Like that's not like, like five years ago, if those guys all joined up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be a conversation to have, but Blake and LaMarcus are great players, but they're definitely not like the all superstars. They used to be, you could, you could fight for all-star maybe, but not on this team. There's way too much shooting. that's going to go on. I'm okay with it. I'm excited to see if they get there. Uh, I just hope for me is unlike the, what I hated about the warriors dynasty is just, it was just forever. It felt like they were just a powerhouse team forever. And I'm really hoping that with Brooklyn, that when the season ends, they'll go to different teams, but like, okay, we did our mm-hmm. year. Let's, let's go somewhere else. Let's throw talent elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Well, you think of some of the talent that these guys have going to this team. DJ now sits on the bench. DeAndre Jordan now sits on the bench. And LaMarcus Aldridge maybe takes that starting spot. That's that's a hell of a starting five.
0: It's nasty. We'll, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of good teams in the NBA, man. That is true.
1: That is true.
0: Uh, the next one here we're going to talk about is was actually your your piece uh, which was about Andre Drummond. So uh, why don't you why don't you give me some info on that?
1: Yeah. So DeAndre Drummond, uh, I predicted him to go to the Celtics last week with the little clip that we dropped earlier in the week. That wasn't right. He he <laughs> went to uh, big old X. He went to uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. And Chris Herring at five thirty eight, he wrote a really interesting article just talking about rebounding and the future of rebounding, the past of rebounding, one of the most important skills and attributes in the NBA, but the way the game has kind of moved, it's shift to obviously more dynamic perimeter defense, and then gooding back on defense in order mm-hmm. to protect the paint, set up your defense, rather than going in to try and grab offensive rebounds. So a lot of these rebounds that you're seeing DeAndre Jordan, excuse me, Andre Drummond grab, uh, he's basically the only one grabbing or fighting his teammates to try and grab a rebound. Is that a skill nowadays that's necessary? And you look at kind of his track record with the teams that he's played and the success that they've had. Is it as big as an impact as people are playing it out to be? I also think it's interesting from his standpoint is that he could easily go and sign with like what I would think would be the Celtics, which would be a good opportunity to prove himself, set himself up for some more money with a later contract. So this time as a younger guy has gone to set out ring chasing and you think of the contract that he's trying to get this summer, which is probably close to a max $20, $30 million. And you see someone like Tristan Thompson go and get, what, $9.5 million at the Celtics? So maybe he's setting himself up for a lesser contract down the road. In, and I guess for the immediate gratification, that is our millennial generation. There's a lot to unpack there. I know, Luke, but where, <laughs> where, where do you want to go with this? Do you want to talk rebounding? Do you want to talk future contracts? Do you want to talk past versus present, present versus future? Where do you want to go? Let's go here.
0: I mean, ah, uh, geez, I, I think we're putting way too much time on Andre Drummond. <laughs> You're not, not as big as a fan of rebounding as
1: I am, eh? Uh, that's you true. Know, you that's, like to play point
0: guard oh, in 2K, so that makes yeah, sense. That's true, man. There's no no point in rebounding, just alley-oops. Just creating opportunities. <laughs> if you miss a shot, that's an alley-oop. Somebody get up there, throw it back in. No, that's mm-hmm. an interesting. I'll have to read that article later about the rebounding. That's... Yeah, I mean, like obviously rebounding is super important and that's what we've heard and preached throughout our whole high school career. Um, so now that you're right, like teams are trying to set up stop the fast break because that's where a lot of points come from from teams. So yeah, it's it's interesting. This is an interesting thought. And and do I think Andre Drummond is gonna have a great season with the Lakers? Well, he's already out for an injury, so not a great start. Uh okay, so it's just lost a day his toenail. <laughs> lost his toenail. I think it's just Ooh. a day or two, but um yeah. still that's a. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, but yeah, we got some some new player locations. Uh, if you saw there, Isaiah Thomas. Come back. Big guy. Mm. Little guy. Big guy. Little, i see. Little big guy, I guess. One or the to, other? Yeah, he's, he's in between. Big there. heart. Big heart big on heart, the guy. Little on big the, heart on the guy. I like yeah. that. Uh, new Orleans, 10-day contract. Um, what's, your, what's your kind of thoughts on that one?
1: 10-day contract behind some... Eric Bledsoe, some Lonzo Ball. I mean, hopefully he had some shooting. I mean, those guys are consistent defenders, but the offense isn't that great. He could be a good spark plug off the bench, get their yeah. second unit started a little bit. I hope he plays well. I, lo- I love seeing a guy come back and try to get, make some movement, try and
0: make some money hopefully do well. So yeah, we'll see. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he, was, he was a baller, man. He balled out, obviously had that hip injury and kind of derailed from mm-hmm. there. Um, hopefully he's been kind of mending that. And obviously new Orleans thinks that he has, cause they're at least getting him a 10 day contract. Uh, let's see what he does. Uh, our next one there, DeMarcus uh, to the Clippers. I believe it was also on a 10 day. I don't believe it was a full contract. Right? Oh, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure I could be, he's got to prove himself. No, Could be mistaken, easy. but I, I'm almost positive Demarcus was on a ten day as well. Which nothing an kind of, easy, Luke. Not <laughs> easy. Nothing, nothing easy at all. It's kind of interesting though, right? Because like you got a guy who's relatively still decent player. Like he's a body. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely an eighth, ninth guy you can throw in there, and uh, Clippers threw him a ten day. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: He's taking the inaugural Joakim Noah. Spot on the bench that Noah took. I, I don't know if you knew this, but Noah played for the Clippers last year for the playoff run. I, I didn't know he even touched the floor. So
0: there we go. Maybe he's taking on that role. I guess yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll find out. I'm surprised DeMarcus is still relatively young. I'm surprised he wouldn't try to go to a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, I mean, the boy's been ring chasing now for like four or five years and it's just not working out for him. I think he should try to show that he's got something in the tank. But maybe he's happy sitting on the bench and making money. I know, hey, a couple mil sit on the bench, have a good time. Doesn't sound like a bad day. Uh, Mm -hmm. The other kind of not well, new player location uh, Al Horford in his bedroom sleeping. (laughs) DNP old.
1: Take a seat on the pine. Take a seat on the pine, Al Horford. Make your millions at home. We don't want you here. Oh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City's just putting everything to the wall. They're just going to stay at home. They want to get those draft picks high. That's what they want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they didn't try to do a buyout. I know his contract's way too large. But that's just weird. You know what I mean? Like as a basketball player, how you'd want to go home. But obviously, probably wasn't his decision. And they probably no, said, we, we so. can't afford a buyout. So this is the option. <laughs> there are there are value in expiring contracts, though. So he is another year after this one. Yeah. So
1: as we saw with what happened with Kyle Lowry trying to get moved, it was very hard to move him. So this large contract could be of value to help move someone, say perhaps like a Russell Westbrook, a John Wall that has a couple years left that has kind of fallen off their peak. Maybe not Russell this week, but other players that have that larger contract build up. Maybe that's what Sam Presti's thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't. We'll we'll see what happens. It's interesting. Guy's making his bread, and then he's staying at home doing it. So good on him. Uh, mm-hmm. Our last part of the weekly NBA before we jump on to our next segment, uh, we got to talk about our Raptors because if you don't know, Phil and I are Raptors fans even through this terrible, 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 terrible time. Although there was a little bit of a shining light. Uh, was it yesterday? Night
1: before? Oh, it was
0: yesterday. Yeah, Golden the uh, Warriors. Oh, whatever's left of them. I mean, they got steamrolled. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I hear you people. Oh, Steph was out and, and Draymond was out. You know what? We needed a win, okay, people? We were what? 1-13? <laughs> 1-13 and, and for the 1, month of March. 1-13 for the month. Look, uh, yeah. I'm happy they were out. We needed a win, and we got a big one. We actually um, hit 100 points before Golden State hit 50. Um, so that, that was a big, big win. And also a little bit scary for Golden State. I know, too, your stars are out. But uh, whoo those guys aren't on the floor that you're going to have some trouble trying to squeeze out that eight seed, 8th seven seed which what we're fighting for right now
1: It's the Andrew Wiggins show against the Canadian team and uh,
0: hey,
1: the Canadian team won you know, <laughs> the, Tans, we'll the,
0: Tampa, the Tampa North won Yeah, I think
1: <laughs> Steve Kerr's comments about seeing We the North in Southern Florida is a very strange sight to see <laughs> we, <laughs> as the Raptors we. try to make the court a little bit more favorable or a little bit more homey I guess for the Raptors players
0: Yeah, it would be nice to have them back <laughs> hopefully one, one year, maybe next year. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh let's jump in the next segment. We got our social hoops and uh, we got, we got a lot of cool things in here. This is where we just grabbed some cool things we found online uh and for those watching by video we're actually going to have some clips in this week for the visual and if you're not uh, on on video we'll just talk you through it so first thing we had april Fool's day a couple cool ones that kind of happened there um first we're throwing it up on the screen there now it was bill russell's tweet last week a team reached out looking for an out of work 6-9 now 6-5 <laughs> over the hill greatest defender in the nba history to fill a spot time to get game ready and there's a clip Cleveland of Cavaliers
1: players. you think yeah. it was the Cavs Ooh, uh
0: you know I, I don't know who's who's reaching out to him Bill Bill Russell hmm maybe it's the Lakers they're 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 in some desperate injuries <laughs> right? and Andre uh, went down they're like all right Bill let's let's get you in here now maybe um, the
1: Raptors who are we kidding we need we need a center <laughs>
0: hey man I'd take <laughs> him. even if it's like two minutes a game I'd take him he could at least teach some teach some of them young bloods how to play down low now the drama that I told you about in this tweet who said last week they were the greatest defender in the NBA of all time? Mr. Draymond Green. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Draymond. Now, I'm I'm not saying Bill Russell. I know he's making an April Fool's joke. But if you did notice, he sliced in there. Greatest defender in NBA history to fill a spot. Is he shooting his shot? I think he's shooting his shot. He's saying, Draymond, you're looking at the man right here. So, take it for what it is
1: with respect Draymond Green Bill Russell is the best defender in NBA history I agree
0: We'll we'll see Draymond you know let's finish up your career see what you do but uh you got a, you got some big shoes to fill uh our other one that uh we had Mr. Kyle Korver with the April Fools joke if you didn't see this one it's actually pretty funny you can listen. TNT, we're
1: live. Uh, can you do this read on one Kyle Oh, okay. Tomorrow on NBA TV, everyone's favorite show, The List, returns at 8 p.m. Last week, we ranked the best dunkers. This week, we look at the worst teammates in the league history. My pick, D-Wade.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they got him good. Uh, <laughs> worst teammates in history, my pick, D-Wade, as he sang <laughs> it with D-Wade right beside him. I thought that was really good of the crew. They got him good. Korver uh, took it well, I think, too, so it was awesome.
1: D Wade in Cleveland was nothing to be too proud of, I would say. Probably not his uh, shining moment as an NBA player. So, yeah, maybe he wasn't the greatest then. Who knows? Yeah,
0: he did say he dressed well, though. So, that was nice of Corbin give him some hoops so
1: Always uh, the sharpest dressed man in the
0: room. That's true. Until Russell Westbrook walks in. But, you know, that's a that's, that's <laughs> conversation for another day. Uh, we mm-hmm. had our Raptor, Mr. Norman, kind of make a little bit of a goof. Feeling, although... Starting Norman the game Powell off, whoop, oh, whoops! I'm not a rapper now. That's right. Up on the right. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm a Portland Trailblazer. <laughs>
1: Amazing.
0: <laughs> kind of a funny tr- like thing to happen though, because sometimes when you get traded, you don't normally meet your team for like maybe a month, maybe two months, and like what is it was a three days later, he said that he had mm-hmm. to drive into the same practice facility and he had to go to like the right instead of the left, and like he was just like. I- I- I'll give him that one, but it, it made for some good Shack to the Fool where we got that uh that from. Uh speaking of Shact to the Fool. <laughs> look at this play. Boom! You might be questioning Why what's going you- on here, <laughs> Marcus Smart. Point three oh. is on the clock though. Kemba, come on, come on, man. Kemba, bruh, it was for the other team. <laughs> So if you if you don't know there, Smart did not make a, a smart play. He threw it up with 0.3 seconds left, but it was actually the opposing team's 0.3. They would have had a full 24 brand new second shot clock. Um, so yeah, Smart did not make the smart play.
1: Just stoic Brad Stevens on the sideline as well. If
0: you end up finding that <laughs> clip, just, just no expression walking in the other direction. Oh yeah, it's all, it's all over for him. He, I'm sure he got to the bench pretty soon after that. Um next one we have what I consider the my top play of the week and uh let's just get right into it. Look at this man, who's this man? Number ten, ooh, hit him with the cross. Boom. Let's get that in a different angle. Here we go. Look at this. Bull bull step back three. Make him pop a proud. That's that's unguardable. That that play right there is unguardable how
1: tall is bull bull have we have we figured that out um, what is the official measurements on this guy
0: is he did he get seven three
1: is he, is he eight foot 11 and then he's got a, <laughs> a 12 foot wingspan because that's what it looks like on that play seriously my yeah, goodness
0: it very well could be that that's like it's just showing you how the leagues are starting to expand though and, and the difference mm-hmm. like i mean the guy is seven foot plus hitting a step back three Phil mm,
1: off the dribble off, off the, the dribble, dribble step x3 just I amazing. mean that
0: that one doesn't fall every time I understand that but the fact that it went in and he looked confident in it that's we're going to have a crazy league coming up it's gonna this five out is going to be really dominant I think eventually and it's it's hard to got it's hard to, to defend so it'll be interesting to see exactly um, our last for the for the social uh we got some brothers getting your habits back and a big win how about the getting the hugs going on. And the reason we're just selling this one with me that and Phil talking an about this, it's just really show. cool to see three brothers playing in the family, NBA. You know, what are the chances of, of, of one person making the brothers, NBA, right? The right? Yet alone to have three, three brothers, brothers in it, two on the same team, potentially a Laker brother Luffy, coming over later after this year. And now mm-hmm. What do you think Los of that, Angeles? Phil?
1: I just love how Giannis always calls the Laker bro. His Laker brother and champ. Whenever he's referring to him, he's just like, what up, champ? How you doing, champ? Because he
0: knows that boy's will got a ring. He's got a ring. He, he's proud of him. Yeah, yeah. Giannis is showing his MVPs, but then his bros just like, yeah, but where are your ring at, bro?
1: Where, mm-hmm. where
0: are your ring at? Mm-hmm. Um, That's that's what, all we got for our social hoops this week. I, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, if you ever see any cool clips that you want to share with us, please do. We'd love to talk about them and show them to the rest of the people that listen in. Uh, next, we are going to be talking about a pretty cool thing. Welcome to the, welcome space to the. Space Jam. Space Jam. All right. Okay. So um, I know Phil's going to take us away on this. Initially, I'm just going to pop in here for a second and say, I didn't have high hopes for this. I kind of, when the trailer came out, I was already going into it. I'm like, you're going to ruin my childhood. You're going to ruin my childhood. You're going to ruin my childhood. <laughs> I walked away going, this is going to be an expansion to my childhood. This is going to be an expansion to my childhood. I'm pretty stoked. Phil takes away.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think you're exactly right. It's going to be an expansion to our childhood. You think of Disney doing all these different remakes that they've done of the cartoons and now making them live action. It looks like Warner Brothers hit this one off really well. Uh, one, uh, Sorry, $1.161 million budget for a Space Jam. That's crazy. Uh, we've got uh, an NBA cast of Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Draymond Green, and we got even Kyle Kuzma. Good looking Kyle Kuzma. We've got some WNBA stars as well. Diana Taurasi, Nikea Okushime. Oh, I've just butchered that. Oh no. Don't do don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't cancel me. Don't cancel me, YouTube. Don't do it. Uh, but but what my point is here, we've got a great all-star cast of basketball players. And then if you dive into the actual trailer, you start to see a little bit of what the movie's gonna be. So we're starting to see we're flying into serververse, into the server-verse. So we're seeing a Game of Thrones logo spin up, a Wizarding World of Harry Potter has come up, Lord of the Rings pop up. So we're seeing all these different Warner Brothers, basically content and material that looks like we're gonna dive into and tap into, expand our childhood, as, as Luke's saying, for Space Jam. And then one of the scenes comes down to LeBron writing down his elite team he wants to challenge, I believe, what they're referring to as the Goon Squad. And on the on the board that he's got is Superman, Gandalf, King Kong, the Iron Giant. And then we do see a later cameo from Game of Thrones, Drogon the Dragon flying in on the scene. My God, this looks incredible with what we've got for the LeBron team here. So uh, what, what's your thoughts on a grade for the LeBron team to try and take down any kind of team we got? Superman,
0: Gondolf, King Kong, and the Iron Giant with LeBron James. I mean that that front court. Mm-hmm. That's killer, man. Mm-hmm. King Kong and the Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. Tell me, name a better duo. Name a better <laughs> basketball duo. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like I mean, no. I just yeah. I don't even know. Like you don't even need Superman. I mean, so, okay. So so let's 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 break it down. So obviously you can't like hurt people. A Disney movie, see, Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just there's fouls, there's fouls are gonna there's be fouls, fouls to fouls give, fouls but I mean, like, cold. so Superman can't just go ahead and like just punch somebody in the head, like KO, him, you know what I mean? So he's got to play ball. So I don't know how good Superman is. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to basketball now, King Kong, I feel like that guy's just he's just gonna be dunking all over. Uh, what are these net <laughs> size though? This is what this is where it's kind of like regulation <laughs> Disney- 10 feet, 10 feet <laughs> high. Because then that's not a good pick because King Kong the balls at his like big toe. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Trying he to will shoot block a free, every shot though. Try to shoot a free throw. It's like a little pen dot in the middle of your hand.
1: He's going to get a three in the key on both nets at the same time when the, when the ball is in play,
0: that's what's going to happen. For sure. For sure. <laughs> now I think uh, Phil, you're telling me you, you, made your team to, to compete with LeBron. So I, I'm just going to quickly grade his team though. I, I'd say what I'm looking at there. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go with an A just because I don't know how Gandalf's game's gonna be.
1: I I like the wizard pick. The wizard pick is kind of fun for uh, for old LeBron here. Gandalf, Gandalf the Gray, Gandalf the White. Where are we going? I don't know. Either way, you got a wizard on your team. I think that's a good way.
0: All right, all right.
1: What's your mm-hmm. team? So my team to try and battle Team LeBron and the Goon Squad. Uh, maybe I should summarize the Goon Squad here because uh, yeah, I had started to see and started to see some things pop in online here. So there was a fire monster, it looked to be a water monster, a flying bird, and a robot man with a spider lady. What, what is all this that I'm talking about here? So what it actually looks like and what I kind of picked up actually is the robot man looks to be Damian Lillard.
0: Yeah, that does seem to be him.
1: Yeah, the fire, the fire monster is actually Clay Thompson, Human okay. Torch, okay. shooting some shots. Yeah. So okay. that's actually kind of interesting. And then we got Diana Taurasi, who looks to be like kind of like the spidery kind of lady here. Maybe. So you got some... Yeah, that's at least what online is saying. I pi- I figured out Dame, and then we have Clay, and then there was a giant bird, which is Anthony Davis. So,
0: oh, okay. So, but listen up. Actually, now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about um, Schroeder's stream on mm-hmm. on Call of Duty a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he was actually playing, and Anthony Davis is playing with him. And in the background, you hear LeBron call up Anthony Davis, and he said, "What up, Big Bird." Ah, here yes. we go. So, and then everyone's oh, like, "What breadcrumbs? Why is breadcrumbs. Anthony, why is Anthony Davis Big Bird, but LeBron's like mm. normally like, what up, Big Bird?" So mm-hmm. maybe the breadcrumbs to Hansel and
1: Gretel's cottage. I like it. LeBron just piecing it, piecing it, piecing it, just getting it to the trailer. <laughs> so to try and take down Team LeBron, I, I put up some metrics here just to kind okay. of make it a little bit easier. Okay. So I'm I'm only picking one person from each of the worlds. So. I'm not going to just load up on superheroes. I'm not just going to load up on wizards. Okay. So if I'm picking from I'm the DC, fair. I'm trying to make it fair. Exactly. So if I'm picking from the DC extended universe, I got to go with Superman as well. The, the flash is a good second choice in my opinion, because speed quickness that man with the ball, you won't even know if he travels. No one's going to see his feet move. <laughs> so I'm true. going with Superman. Superman. Superman is my choice okay. from DC extended universe. Okay. Uh, So LeBron in the trailer does mention the Matrix. And if you're mentioning the Matrix, you got to have Neo. Neo can stop bullets. He's just going to put his (laughs) hand up. There goes the basketball. Well, in the trailer,
0: remember? I don't know. You saw LeBron going up for the dunk and then just hit this invisible wall. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. Neo. Maybe Maybe that was Neo. Maybe Neo's already in (laughs) the. Yeah. Uh,
1: And then, so now I'm going to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And you got to go with the OG himself, Harry Potter. (laughs) Harry Potter's got to be on this team. He's a wizard. Wizard versus Gandalf. I, I feel like it's going to cancel each other out a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going so, Harry Potter. To match him and, up. Okay. So we're matching him up. And then I've got Legolas as my number four pick to go with LeBron. We're deadly going small. Okay. We're deadly with the boat. He's going to be a marksman from three. Deadly with that's, the three. That's what we know. That's exactly. That's what we're going for. So we got, just to kind of summarize my team with yep. LeBron. Okay. We got Superman. Where's, we it, got,
0: where, where's Superman at? Like what position? Where's Super? We're super S-
1: Superman's playing the, playing the five. are going real small. So okay. it's Superman's Superman's playing the five. LeBron's playing the four. Okay. We got Legolas at the three. Okay. We got the wizard Harry Potter at the two. Yeah. And we got Neo, Mr. Matrix himself, at the one.
0: Okay. So the only big match mismatch there is obviously King Kong versus LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and the Iron look, Giant against like Superman. <laughs> Uh, you know superman could hold his own i think you know he's invincible i just i'm just seeing like look lebron i think you're talented and if this somehow gets to you i want you to understand i I, you're arguably the best player to ever play the game but if it's coming down to you in a 1v1 versus king kong you do not win (laughs) i'm sorry it just does not happen in a 1v1 but we're playing 5v5 so who knows what's gonna happen
1: hey there's fouls there's fouls that's that's what matters (laughs) that's 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 what matters does king kong feel a foul uh, that... well i think lebron will embellish maybe flop <laughs> dare i say flop if king
0: kong hits him that's that, that's, that's just my two t- my, that's just my I two cents spend a that, couple so. more million than just one mil on his buddy that after game with that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's, he's gonna be
1: getting some deep therapy playing a matchup against king kong but that's that's <laughs> that's my thoughts that's my team yeah. what's your team put your comments in say what you've got you don't have to play by the same parameters that I've got with picking one from each universe. I just thought I'd make it a little bit more fun that way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: sure. It's your team, guys. I'd love to see it, and we'd, we'd rate them up. And uh, honestly, maybe we'll even do a little breakdown next next week if we get some good ones. We'll have a little side segment that can break down who's the better team is. I like that. So definitely, mm-hmm. send, send us your teams, guys. Um, Phil, is that, is that all you got there, brother? I want to make sure I'm that's what I got for okay, the hot perfect. take. Perfect. All right. So, for for our Space Jam 2, now we're actually you're jumping ahead ourselves. We're actually going to jump jump <laughs> into the segment. That's all good. You are just ahead of the game. You're super excited for your hot take this week. And that's mm-hmm. that's understandable. So, let's let's jump into it. We're going to have that fire go off. Hot take. Now, Phil gave us a great recommendation. We're going to have some uh some some heat meters on how hot the take is. They're not ready to go this week. I want some cool animation. So we'll have them ready for next week. But you know, number one, he's got like a spicy mayo is what I'm hearing. Like two habanero. So like Phil, we'll just say on a, a hot scale of one being the low and five being the hottest. Where, where, where are we at this week?
1: I think we got to go with a four. And the only reason it's a four is because I really want to say this is a Kansas. I'm sorry. If you've ever seen the shack clip, from him doing hot ones with uh, taking the hot wings, he's completely underplaying Kansas. The the quality and heat that a Kansas hot wing can have, you have to go find that clip. We'll put it in the comment section. You'll be able to find it. So we're going with Kansas. I'm sorry, hot wings. That's that's where I think we're at today.
0: Okay. Well, let's uh, let's hear it. what's what's the hot take, Phil.
1: So, my take is Michael Porter Jr. is the second best player from the 2018 NBA draft.
0: The second. Okay. So as you second know, my, best. my, my, so his, Luka Doncic. Okay. Is okay number gonna, one. say no cause... one's
1: surpassing Luka Doncic. So no. let me, let me give you the other notable. Yeah, players give, give me some, notes. and then I'll give you my argument. Okay. So we've got Trey young. Who's obviously an all-star. Okay. We've got Jaron Jackson, Jr. Jaren, yep. We've got, we've got Deandre Ayton, Colin Sexton, Marvin Bagley, the third,
0: That's a good and
1: Shea Gilgis Alexander. So there's a lot of good players from this draft. But the reason why I think Mike Porter Jr. is the second best player is because he's 6'10. He's got a massive wingspan. And when I say massive wingspan, over seven feet wingspan, he's shooting 53% from the field, he shoots 45% from three stretches the floor averaging 16.6 a game 7.4 boards a game assist a game he's going to get better as he gets there
0: doing that with the the addition
1: he is a third option on his team that is true but he was the second best player in high school when getting recruited to play in college at the four he can stretch the positions what's Trey young has he made the playoffs before no he has not made the playoffs before nope has shea gildress alexander made the playoffs uh, well, is he going to make the playoffs this year with OKC? No, he's not going to make the playoffs with OKC this year. <laughs> no hope. Sorry, um, OKC fans. No. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, very good player. Pick number one in this draft. He's a center. But personally, I really like Michael Porter Jr., and I think he's the second best player from the 2018 NBA draft.
0: That's your hot take. Yeah, I mean, geez. I uh, I, I don't keep up with my, my draft picks that deep always, but uh, hearing all those names, that is a Great draft. Holy it's a great class. It was um, honestly
1: a great class.
0: I love some SGA. I love some Trey Young, but
1: Trey Young's defense not as good. Michael Porter Jr.'s defense not as good, but I think this team with Denver is poised to make a run, and I think yep. we're really going to see some Michael Porter Jr. come to form, especially if he accepts his role. I think he'll be really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a hot take. I I would say let's let's spice it up. Let's let's jump it up to number five. I would even go as far to say that his ceiling is higher than Lucas if put in the right situation. (laughs) All right. Put that wing down. Put that wing down. The only reason I say that is because we've seen this this new NBA evolution of big men come in and just dominate Mm -hmm. and can do everything. They can guard... Like five through one. No, can't do the one and two great, but they they can do it depending on the matchups. Mm-hmm. His wingspan is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um I like Luca a lot. That's why that's why that's why that's a hot take. Because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot mm-hmm. that Michael would have to do, but we have mm-hmm. never seen him as a number one option. Yeah. Luca has come in and pretty much been able to be like, you're the number one option, expand your game, do you kid. Think of some of the late bloomers like Kobe Bryant. One of the best players to ever play, but at least argue at the shooting guard position. Didn't really get into it till he started getting minutes a couple years in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Michael Porter Jr., very similar situation. He's getting a lot of playing time, but he's also playing behind the MVP of the league, which I don't think is even arguable at this point. The man's leading stats across the board everywhere. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so and Aaron Gordon
1: now, too. And right. Aaron
0: Gordon, who's, who's a nice athletic piece for the team. And he's fitting in well. I know I said I wasn't sure, but he has he's fit in well, so I'm happy to see that for him. But yeah, let's spice that up. I would be interested to see what people have to say about that. Do we think that he has a higher ceiling than Luca? What do you think, Phil?
1: Mm, I think Luca's almost got to be at his ceiling, and his ceiling is incredible. He is he is like a LeBron light at this stage, with 28 8 and 8 i think luca needs to get more condition a little bit better shape but i really like michael porter jr if i'm thinking of luca as like a lebron i'm thinking more of michael porter jr as a KD, silky smoother massive wingspan can guard one through four but that defensive versatility that's why i really like him on this team if he can improve his defense and if he can really take that to the next level with his playmaking too. one assist a game is not going to really cut it in the long run, but he's just learning. He's just learning. And with all these weapons on this team in Denver, I think he's got, he's poised to take the next step in his career.
0: Yeah. I like him. I'm I'm not going to argue with that because I I, I'm a big fan of him. And when he was talking about how he wanted more touches last year, I think he should have got them. I mean, it's hard to give it to him when you have Jokic and Murray who are just absolutely killing it. Like it's hard to say like, here we're going to give you more touches and take it away from these guys that are, beasting (laughs) you just don't yeah um so it'd be really cool to see how they do in the playoffs this year i don't know how much he's got left on his contract but i would love for to see him go to a different situation and and kind of be the guy and see how he does it'd be kind of cool not yet i
1: think he would like that too i think he really wants to be the guy like his personality is i want to be the guy like there was a really good article when i was researching this was from the ringer where kevin o'connor's breaking down how he plays and you can see in some plays, the Denver announcers know when he's grabbed the ball from a rebound, he's dripping the ball down the floor and shooting because he yeah. has that mentality that he wants to be the number one guy and he's hitting that shot. That's, that's the phenomenal thing. That's where I see that KD kind of comparison. And yep. I think that's where his ceiling can really go high, high, high.
0: I agree with you on that one, Phil. Well, mm-hmm. we, are, we are at that time. That is that is it for our segments. That is it for our show. We're trying to cut it down to 30 minutes. We hit 47 minutes. Um, so, you know, we, uh, we got a little spicy with that hot take, though, and that's okay. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, so just to give you a little bit of a roundup, we'd love to hear who your Space Jam 2 team is um, mm-hmm. so we can compare them. Uh, I'd really love to know. Uh, from our From Deep questions, I would love for you to answer us if you think the skill set and athleticism of Prime Shack in the body of our lovely Mugsy <laughs> Muggsy Short shortest player oh my goodness. ever at five three. What position do you play? In point guard or center? And uh, let us know. And, and super happy you were able to join us for this week, Phil. What's your final comments for the for the pod?
1: Thanks for joining and listening, everybody. Let us know your spicy take thoughts. Let us know your teams. Join us for next week, and uh, we'll keep on talking some NBA, talking some basketball. Thanks for joining. Peace.